hello. This is All Fudged Up. This is a very special episode of All Fudged Up. This is going to be the ghost story episode. Sit back. Enjoy the story. Originally, I wanted to call this Sex Worker Ghost in a Nantwich Story. So that's what you're in for. But before I get to that, I just want to share another story. It was probably over a year ago that I first noticed this happening. I was up in the middle of the night, um, you know, before the, my child was born. And even now, it sometimes happens, you know, when everybody else but me is asleep. And uh, I'll be sitting in bed, sitting up, looking at my phone, as we all do. Bucking around on it, checking this and that. Um, and I noticed one night this glow. And it, you know, if you listen to the last episode, you'll know that, you know, I've had dealings with ghosts before, even before this other ghost story that I'm going to tell in a moment. In a moment. Um, but this particular night, there was this soft glow and I, you know, of course looked up and didn't see anything. And so I went back to looking at my phone and relaxing. And then I looked up, you know, I happened to see it out of the corner of my eye again. And so I was like, what? And then I looked at nothing and I couldn't figure it out. And then, so I get comfortable again. And I relax, and then I start messing around with my phone again. And sure enough, I look up, and there it is. And you know what it was? It was it was not a ghost. It was the light of my phone reflecting off my face and into the mirror at the foot of my bed. Um, like I said, if you've heard the last episode, you know that I have mirror closet doors and it's at the foot of my bed, like past my bed, a good, you know, whatever, four or five feet. And, um, yeah, so that's what that was. And uh, nonetheless, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> now, back to the other one. Oh, I, one other quick sidetrack. This is the fourth time I've had to record this. The first time... I tried to record it and then it said something about a bad audio. The second time I tried to record it and the third time, but we'll get to the third time. Second time, my darling child interrupted it. And uh, so had to kind of, it was really early on. So we just scrapped it and started over. The third time I recorded the whole thing. I got through it. It was actually a little discombobulated. So it's better service of, you know, just redoing it. But as I was listening to it, as I like to do to make sure there is nothing weird going on with the audio or whatever, um, I and my husband both were super distracted most of the episode, show, you know, the recording, by our darling child crying in the background. Because kids, listen up. Once you have a child, your brain changes, especially women. It's something in our DNA, but... And it changes to that one, if we hear that cry, like we, we want to snap to it. Like you want to take care of that baby and make it sure that it, the baby is not crying anymore and that it's happy. And, 
and even dads go through this too, especially dads that are like really involved, um, you know, with the day-to-day child rearing activities, which my husband is. So it was so distracting that we were just like, oh, all we can focus on is that. And then it's giving us anxiety because it's like, well, we got to take, oh, but he's fine. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to re-record it when he's asleep and I can get through it in a nice semi-quiet area quiet as I can get in my current house. You know, one day, one day in my next house, I'm going to have hopefully a closet big enough that I can make into a little sound booth that, you know, you don't hear my cockatiels or the trash pickup or anything in the background. But today is not that day. Today, this is what we're dealing with. Now, back to the sex worker ghost that we experienced while in Nantwich, UK. If you want to look up this particular hotel that we stayed at, it is the Crown Hotel, AKA the Crown Inn, located at 24 High Street in Nantwich, United Kingdom. The website is crownhotelnantwich.com. That's crown, like, you know, C-R-O-W-N-H-O-T-E-L, hotel, uh, C-R-O-W-N-H-O-T-E-L-N-A-N-T-W-I-C-H, nantwitch.com. Evidence says that there has been a hotel there since at least the 1300s or the 14th century, probably longer. Um, There is also record of it burning down either in 1583 or 1584, uh, depending on what you look at, it, you know, varies by source. Um, this particular establishment that our ghost story happened at, um, has an entry on haunted hostelries.uk. That's H U I'm sorry, H A U N T E D H O S T E L R I E S dot UK haunted hostelries. Um, but I read the stories, uh, and none of those ghosts were the ghost that was visiting us that night that we stayed at this particular hotel, which I'm totally getting to. Um, so the reason that we were in the UK was that I graduated high school and then, you know, part that part, my dad's birthday present. So the, the thing was that we flew, you know, from where we were in Phoenix, Arizona to London. We got to London and we stayed in London for about two nights at this particular bed and breakfast, um, that was kind of probably what would be more considered to traditional London bed and breakfast. And I'm not trying to say anything bad about it. I'm just saying that it wasn't something that we were able to do in that moment of our time. I think my husband and I would be okay with it. Like, you know, pre-baby, not right now, not with the baby. Like if we had the baby, we would not be able to, um, do this particular bed and breakfast with ease. (laughs) Because when you got there, uh, like, you know, it was, it was an old enough building that it didn't have an elevator. 
And the stairs were not traditional American stairs that, you know, the stairs in this, in America, you know, are all like a certain height and they're certain, you know, most of them are a certain width, like obviously some places like, you know, certain artistic and whatnot creative liberties have been taken. But for the most part, the stairs are like, you know, there are a certain height and blah, blah, blah. And you can tell when that stair is even, you know, just a, a few like, and like a half an inch or something different, it makes a huge difference in your, your, your brain. My American brain is just like, ah, oh. so the stairs in this place were very steep. They were taller. They were like, you know, higher than more the stairs that we were used to. Um, it was a very narrow staircase. It was like essentially the size for like one, you know, person to go up at a time, um, or come down. Um, and then it was, like I said, narrow as fuck. And we were on at least the second floor up and then, um, the, uh, maybe the third, I don't remember the particulars on that, but then the dining area was in the basement. So that was just, it was a workout and a half. And like, you know, we were for sure fat, lazy Americans at that point. We got in better shape for that, like during that trip, because like anybody who's visited London, you know, especially as a tourist knows that there is a lot of stairs. There's a lot of walking. So, um, but so my parents decided that when we were coming back that we weren't going to be staying at that bed and breakfast. Um, so like I said, we got to London, we stayed there for a couple of nights and then we took the train up to Edinburgh and then from Edinburgh went, um, farther north, I believe. Um, because the, the Highland games that we were there to see were at, uh, Braemar, Braemar, B-R- A-E-M-A-R. Bramer, I think. I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. I'm sure I did. Um, so we were, we weren't staying in Bramer. We were staying in like, um, a town or two, um, away. So it was, it was close enough, you know, it was, you know, only a few moment, you know, 20, maybe a minute drive from the town that we stayed in to the Highland Games. Um, but the, the bed and breakfast that we stayed in, in Scotland was just the first, the first one that we were there way out in the countryside. It was just so cute. It was in this tiny little town that it used, at least maybe it still was a bank underneath. I can't remember if it was when we were there or not, or if it was something else, like, you know, maybe a retail shop or something, but we get there and we go up to their main floor, which I think was the second floor. And that's where the dining area, and then there was like a little sitting area. And then I think there, the people that owned it had like an apartment there. Um, and then you went up to the other floor, at least one more floor up. And there was like, I think one or two, maybe three, um, rooms, you know, for, for the people to stay in like a little, like I said, it's a bed and breakfast. Um, our room was just so cute and we had this, the best little view of the Scotland. There was just this traditional, just big old Scottish hill. It was just grass and the greenest thing I've ever seen. Cause you know, at that point I was, like I said, nine, 
19, or I don't know if I said that or not, anyway, I was 19, um, lived in the desert my whole life, and yes, I have traveled, had traveled some at that point, but I had never seen grass this fucking green, like, it was just the greenest of green, and our room was just the cutest, just so relaxing, so sweet. And the bathroom was amazing. And I swear to God, I'm going to have my next bathroom in the next house, like remodeled to look similar to, to this. Like it just, it had this bathtub with this like half glass thing, which, which by the, you know, it went like all the way up to the, to the ceiling. Right. But it didn't cover, it didn't go all the way, like, you know, from one side of the bathtub to the other. It was just about half of it. But even still, like you didn't really like, you know, get water outside of the bathtub. So I don't know how that is. Maybe it's just some sort of Scottish magic. I don't know. Um, but I just, the, it was so, it was cozy, but it was like spacious. Like I didn't feel claustrophobic and it had just, you know, just the best little window, like where it kind of has like that, I don't know how to describe it. It has that cutout effect where, you know, like some windows do that and then it's kind of narrow. And I think that's where the, um, the sink was and it was just so cute. Um, and they were so nice, so super nice. Uh, so it was just, you know, it was really just a very lovely experience. Um, we stayed there for at least three or four nights and then we went back to Edinburgh for, I don't know, three or four nights. I don't think it was a full week, but it was a few nights and we did touristy stuff, traveled around Edinburgh, like saw the Edinburgh castle. (laughs) Awesome. Um, I wish we had seen the Edinburgh catacombs. I don't know if that was available to the public at that point or not, or, um, or if that's just some like, you know, ghost adventure shit that you have to be in involved in. <laughs> like it's not available to the normal public. Who knows? Um, so <clears throat> like I said, we had, we could, so b- before we could get back to London though, um, because we were going to go back to that other bed and breakfast that my parents planned that we were going to go to because of the stair situation and our large butt situation. And also, I mean, this was like a three week adventure, uh, that we signed on for. So, um, you know, we had a lot of luggage, like we each had when like a huge suitcase bag. And then also, um, the, the kind that like, you know, fits in the overhead compartment of like most planes, like not the teeny tiny planes, but like the bigger ones. Um, and then, you know, whatever, like a purse or a backpack or something like we, you know, so we each had like a bunch of shit and we were just like, um, pass. We, my mom and dad then decided to find a holiday inn. Um, and it was lovely. (laughs) It was Americanized and it was something that we were able to be comfortable in for like, I think we were back in London for at least a good week and a half, maybe like 10 days, two weeks. I don't know. Something two weeks, 10 days, something like that. So, but before we could get back to London, like I said, the Holiday Inn was like booked up like the first night that we were going to come back. So we had to figure something else out. So when we were traveling, leaving Edinburgh, heading towards London, we, you know, I believe there was possibly even a heated argument at one point. And then, you know, my mom was probably like, let's just get off the train. And we got off the train about halfway between London and Edinburgh. Or Edinburgh and London. 
And my dad had a corporate discount with like Best Western at the time. And although I do not believe the Crown Hotel is still affiliated with Best Western, they were back then. But this was also like 21 years ago. So that's how we ended up at this hotel, which it was, from my recollection, it was about a 50 minute um, cab ride from the train station to the hotel. Now, we didn't know the lay of the land. We were foreigners. You know, could the cabbie have just, you know, fucked around with us and taken my parents' money? Possibly. I don't think so, because I vaguely recall that the cab ride back was just as long. So, it's it was probably just one of those. It was, you know, about a 50-minute away from the train station town. But this town... You know, like I said, it had been there forever for as long as, you know, people have been in London area and Edinburgh area, I'm sure. So we arrive in Nantwich and it is very obvious that this town is old as fuck. And the the buildings are all that super like classic style um you know, UK looking buildings with like the dark brown, um, trim and then like the white kind of super white wall, you know, looking things. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you should Google the hotel and then you'll see pictures. Um, and it was on a street that was, there was no like car. I think it was just a walking street right there. Um, because it was like, kind of like the town center. Um, and there was, uh, across the way there was shops from the hotel. Um, there was a super old famous, whatever, um, like dining area, you know, dinner place downstairs, dinner, like, you know, food bar area. Good stuff. I remember getting very drunk. <laughs> Um, so the first, so when we got there, it was, you know, probably later in the day. And so of course we, um, got food, got drunk. <laughs> I got drunk anyway. Um, and then we went up to our room. Our room was, and so nothing in this hotel was at like a 90 degree angle. It was just old. And you could tell, like they had it cut out of the wall and you could see, you know, where the hay and the mud was from the original construction back in the fucking 1500s. And you could see where you're like walking down the hallway where you, it's just like the, the roof and the, the seal, like the, the floor one was like coming up. Like you could see it kind of ramping up and you could see where like the, the roof part was like ducking down. And I don't know what the fuck that was about, but you could, you could tell it was, <laughs> it it was old, very old. So our room number was room number 14. But there was not a room number 13. It went from 12 to 14. So our room, number 14. It had three twin beds in it. Um, and, you know, cozy little place. Not terribly claustrophobic, but cozy. Um, the bathroom was fully carpeted. <laughs> I think they've redone things by now, guys. Like, so if you go there, it's, it doesn't look like, you know, once again, this was 21 years ago. 
Um, so the bathroom <laughs> carpeted. It had big shelves. They were like really like wider than average shelves. Um, there was a giant beam um, that you had to like duck under to get into the shower. Like once you got in, well, bathtub, bathtub shower. Once you got in there, you could like stand up. And my dad, who's like six foot, I think he said that he could stand up all the way without, you know, really hitting his head. So, um, but for sure, like he and I both had, even my mom had to like duck under this fucking beam. Um, and then in the middle of the room was like a pull cord for the light. <clears throat> that was, that was the light switch there, the pull cord. Um, so my mom likes to take the bed by the window, closest to the window. Um, and then my dad, you know, took the bed in the middle and I took the one by the bathroom and we, you know, we went to bed, whatever. And in the middle of the night, I got up to use the bathroom because <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> and, you know, go in, pull the pull cord, turn the light on and all that do my thing, get, do, you know, turn it off, get back in bed. No sooner did I get comfortable into bed where I hear this thump. I'm like, um, what, what was, what was that? So I get up and I go into the bathroom and in the bathroom, one of the items on that extra wide shelf is this giant, ashtray this thing is like the size of a fucking dinner plate um probably weighs five pounds of just solid glass right um because i guess maybe it could smoke back then in the room i, I don't know i feel like i mean for sure you couldn't smoke on planes <laughs> in the 2000s but i don't remember you, maybe you could smoke in this maybe it was old enough that they just didn't give a fuck i don't know but nonetheless, there was this giant ashtray this, that was now from, that was on the shelf when it left, perfectly on the shelf, like all the way on the shelf, like nothing was hanging off and now was not on the shelf. It was in fact in the middle of the room, like I'm surprised I didn't step on it when I went back into the bathroom, in the middle of the room, face down. And so, of course, I did what anybody would do. And I picked it up, put it back on the shelf, turned off the light and ran into bed and then pulled the covers on my head and prayed to God I didn't wake up until the sun was up. So that was super terrifying. Um, my mom had an incident where she was, you know, asleep, but then was awoken by, you know, what she heard people outside the window on the street down below I think we were only on the second floor so it really wasn't that you know high up and she heard you know what sounded to be like you know sex workers on the street calling out for you know if anybody needed a date that night and but she looked out and there was nobody on the street there was nobody anywhere so she didn't think much of it went back to sleep my dad also had an encounter in which, um, like I said, he was in the middle bed and it was a twin size bed. So it's like, you know, the size of like an adult person, you know, basically takes up the whole bed. Um, and he, at one point in the night felt what felt like somebody sitting 
you know, around where his legs, you know, and feet are. Like, he could feel the indentation in the bed going down. And it, you know, he said that it felt like a very calming presence, very relaxing presence. Um, but he also knew that it was not either my mom or myself because we were, quote, snoring away. Because <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> we're loud snores. Um, so all super kind of interesting experiences. We, I don't remember if we discussed it like right when we woke up because we're a family that doesn't really do that like until we've had some coffee in us. So I don't know if it was like right when we woke up or when we were at breakfast, but we did eventually discuss it. And I do remember as we were checking out, we brought it up and they were like, oh yeah, we've heard some things. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> Maybe should have put that on the brochure so we could have been a little bit more prepared. <laughs> uh, it was an experience, I swear. It was a, it was, it was a very interesting experience. Um, but you know, then we, we, you know, checked out, went back to the train, went back to London, stayed at the Holiday Inn. It was super normal. <laughs> um, we, the rest of the trip was just super normal touristy stuff. We, you know, we went to Bath and did a walking tour I think it was, I bring up Bath once, but we did a couple of other walking tours, like the Jack the Ripper walking tour, super fun. We did a bar crawl walking tour, also super fun. But the Bath one I wanted to bring up specifically because the person that ran it was like, basically ran it. It wasn't a walking tour. It was like a jog tour. And, um, you know, at that point we had done a couple of walking things, so we weren't like, you know, completely out of shape or whatever, but we decided like halfway through, we were just going to like bow out <laughs> and we were like, we'll just kind of meander around as we, you know, it's bath. It wasn't that big. It, you know, it's a cute little touristy spot and, you know, we just, we hit some things, got some lunch and then went back to London. <laughs> So, yeah, it was fun. I loved it. And I hope you enjoyed this story. And if you are in London, I'm slightly jealous. My husband and I have, have discussed moving to the UK after we take care of my parents. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Because I just, you know, who knows how long we're going to be there and who knows what will be happening at that point in our lives, uh, once we get to a place where we could decide to move, especially decide to move maybe internationally, like who knows, but, uh, hopefully I'll be able to tell you about it at that time. We'll see. Well, sleep well, my little fudge pops, especially with that story now in your head. Good night.